gospel reading for this morning is once again from Matthew's gospel, beginning in the fifth chapter, still in the Sermon on the Mount material, and this is where it gets pretty difficult. Matthew wrote, Jesus speaking. Here's another old saying that deserves a second look. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Is that going to get us anywhere? Here's what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. If someone drags you into court and sues for the shirt off your back, gift wrap your best coat and make a present of it. And if someone takes unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. No more tit-for-tat stuff. Live generously. You're familiar with the old written law, love your friend, and its unwritten companion, hate your enemy. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer, for then you're working out of your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. God gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish to everyone, regardless, the good and the bad, the nice and the nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is this. Grow up. Your kingdom subjects. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously towards others. The way God lives toward you. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? O Lord, lead us into the way of life. Help us to love our enemies, to resist evil whenever we can, to live in your ways of peace and justice. You call us into the path of righteousness, where we seek the well-being of others, remembering to love our neighbor as you have first loved us. Guide us and keep us close and help us to seek the strength and love of others on the journey. Open our ears, our hearts, our minds to your word for us this day. Amen. On October 2nd, 2006, Charles Roberts entered a small Amish schoolhouse in Nickel Mines, Pennsylvania and proceeded to shoot 10 girls, ages 6 to 13, killing five and seriously wounding five before committing suicide himself. And the emphasis on forgiveness and reconciliation in the response of the Amish community to this tragedy was widely reported. However, there were some additional details which I find particularly moving. 
on the day of the shooting. A grandfather of one of the murdered Amish girls was heard warning some relatives not to hate the killer, saying, we must not think evil of this man. Another Amish father noted he had a mother and a wife and a soul, and now he is standing before a just God. A Roberts family spokesperson said an Amish neighbor comforted the Roberts family hours after the shooting and extended forgiveness to them. Amish community members visited and comforted Robert's widow, parents, and parents-in-law. And one Amish man held Robert's sobbing father in his arms to comfort him. The Amish set up a charitable fund for the family of the shooter. About 30 members of the Amish community attended Robert's funeral, and Marie Roberts, the widow of the killer, was one of the few outsiders invited to the funeral of one of the victims. Marie Roberts wrote an open letter to her Amish neighbors, thanking them for their forgiveness, grace, and mercy. And she wrote, your love for our family has helped provide the healing we so desperately need. Gifts you have given have touched our hearts in a way no words can describe. Your compassion has reached beyond our family, beyond our community, and is changing our world. And for this, we sincerely thank you. Now Jesus said to his disciples, here's another saying that deserves a second look. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Is that going to get us anywhere? Here is what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. No more tit for tat stuff. Live generously. William Barclay wrote of this in a profound way. He wrote, and I quote, Few passages of the New Testament have more of the essence of the Christian ethic in them than this one. This is the conduct that should distinguish the Christian from others. Jesus begins by citing the oldest law in the world, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. That law is known as lex talionis and it may be described as the law of tit-for-tat. It appears in the oldest known code of laws, the Code of Hammurabi, who ruled in Babylon between 2285 and 2242 BC. This law is often quoted as among the most bloodthirsty, savage, and merciless laws of the Old Testament. But before we criticize, Barclay wrote, certain things must be said first, the lex talionis, the law of tit-for-tat, is really far from being a savage and bloodthirsty law. It is, in fact, the beginning of mercy. Its original aim was the limitation of violence. In the earliest of days, the vendetta and the blood feud were characteristic of tribal society. If a man of one tribe injured a man of another tribe, 
Then at once the members of the tribe of the injured man were out to take vengeance on all the members of the other tribe, and the vengeance desired was nothing less than death. This law deliberately limits vengeance. It lays down that only the man who committed the injury must be punished, and his punishment must be no more than the equivalent of the injury he has inflicted and the damage he has done. Against its historical setting, this is not a savage law, but one of mercy. Two, further, this was never a law which gave a private individual the right to extract vengeance. It was always a law which laid down how to judge in a court, how a judge in a court must assess punishment and penalty. And third, still further, this law was never, at least in any semi-civilized society, carried out literally. The Jewish jurists argued rightly that to carry it out literally might in fact be the reverse of justice because it obviously might involve the displacement of a good eye or a good tooth for a bad eye or a bad tooth. So ancient ethics, they were not, they were based on the law of tit for tat. It's true that law was a law of mercy. It's true that it was a law for a judge and not for a private individual. But Jesus obliterated the very principle of that law because retaliation, however controlled and restricted, has no place in Christian life. That's not easy. The holy man was practicing his morning meditation under a tree whose roots stretched out over the riverbank. And during his meditation, he noticed that the river was rising and a scorpion was caught on the roots and about to drown. So he crawled out on the roots and reached down to free the scorpion, but every time he did so, the scorpion struck back at him, trying to sting him. And a man passing by stopped and said to the holy man, don't you know that's a scorpion? And it's in the nature of a scorpion to want to sting. And the holy man replied, That may well be, but it is in my nature to save. And I will not let the scorpion's desire to hurt change my desire to help. Remember, my friends, it is in our Lord's nature to save. If we would be followers of Jesus, it ought to be our nature as well. Now the sun rose this morning on the people of Brecksville, Ohio, and on those in Nickel Mines, Pennsylvania. It did that for those with a criminal record. It did that for those who are model citizens. It rose for those who came to church. It rose for those who stayed in bed. It rose on those who hate the church. God created a new day for all of these people and more. And if God acts in such a loving, grace-filled, hopeful way, towards each and every one of us, then to follow Jesus is to see each and every other person who walks this world with us 
simply as a child of God, even if we occasionally have to turn or clench our cheeks. Amen.